Uh, it will be a blessing to you for those of you who just got saved on this Halloween night. Thank you so much for being with us. And several things are going to happen here over the next few minutes. Um, I'm going to read the Word of God to you. Oh, you see, that sounds so boring. Let me tell you something. Prayer and the Word of God for a saved person is not boring. Boring. Do not let people uh, make you think that way. It's, it's extremely exciting. Because God's book and, and being able to pray to God, He uses that to open up His vast world to you and gives you, and He'll give you wisdom if you ask for it. And then your mind expands even more so than the ancients and, to, and, and, and old people living today. And your mind expands like this all the way around when God gets involved in your life where you are wiser and smarter than even your professors. Okay? <clears throat> then after that, we're going to have a little Bible study. After that, we're going to have another little Bible study for the family, hopefully. Uh, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle have um, taken care of that section for me uh, tonight. And, uh, and then I always preach the gospel, but I, I just got through preaching the gospel. And so uh, uh, we'll wrap it up with another short gospel message. We'll pray for people, and then that's going to be it. It's uh, a wonderful, wonderful service. Now, I am doing live podcasting, and, and while I'm doing that, I'm recording for podcasts for the people who have to listen on demand. So I will say some introductions uh, that really don't have anything to do with the service, but it has a lot to do with the people who listen to the podcast all around the world. We have thousands of people who literally listen to these podcasts around the world. In Russia, in China, in Iran, Iran, in uh, Iraq, in Saudi Arabia, in Kenya, in France, in Rome, uh, in South Korea and around the globe. Okay? So I have to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 664 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 1 through 10. Don't worry about that cup I'm drinking out of. I I, I I'm I really don't care for it too much. I'm going to get yours. Um, that's my evangelical cup. 
I, I do have a little evangelicalism in me. Because I do like some of straight. I do like some I do like some of what the evangelicals do. But I love them so much that I will rebuke the daylights out of them for the foolish things they do. Same thing with my Baptist brethren and my charismatic brethren. I love them all and they've been good to me. All of them have been good to me. So I'm not mad at anybody, but I love you. And we can't we can't do certain things, my brethren. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Holy Father, God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Please grant me your energy and your strength, your unction and your anointing, your freedom and your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your holy word, to teach your holy word, to preach your holy word, to pray for others, and to proclaim your holy gospel. Thank you so much for the great uh, annual Holy Ween message on hell, which you have led me to do, I guess now, Lord, for over 30 years, over 34 years. And so I thank you for this privilege. It is, as you know, Lord, a difficult night to preach, but so be it. And thank you for blessing me to get into it and through it. And <clears throat> Uh, to come out on the other side and Lord give me your grace and strength to preach part two hopefully tomorrow let your will be done and not ours in Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake amen Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 1 through 10 ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, Verses 1 through 10. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth. And let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. <clears throat> Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine hands? For in the multitude of dreams and many words there are also divers vanities. 
But fear thou God, if thou seest the oppression of the poor and violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province. Marvel not at the matter, for he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Moreover, the profit of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity, and it, and it is also so true. See, you know things are true uh, when the Bible says that you know it's true. But when it plays out to be exactly what the Bible says, you know it's true. There are millions of people, thousands of people rather, who have all the money in the world and they're still not happy. <clears throat> Holy Father God, help people to understand and appreciate and respect and obey your Holy Word. Help us all to do that. And help us all to meditate on your Holy Word. And help us all to humble ourselves before your Holy Word. And I pray that you will grant us your unction and anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to continue to read your Holy Word, to think upon it, to understand it and to comprehend it and to apply it to our lives and to obey it. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, uh, family, evangelistic, service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 189. We're at Psalm 1824. Therefore hath the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. God first gives us holiness and then rewards us for the holiness. This is what I tried to explain to you last week. This is deep. I was so glad to see today in one of the great Christian publications in the world today that's still holding up the blood-stained banner. A man dealing with that forever question, that forever question, God's sovereignty and man's will. Uh, that's deep. But we see it here again. God gives you holiness, gives you the grace to act in holy ways, understanding that you have a will and you, even with his help, could not act holy. So when you reach out for his help and you pray for his help, 
to act holy and you act holy, listen to me very carefully, your will chooses to join up with his help and his grace and his mercy to act holy because God is not going to make you into a robot. He never did that in the beginning and he doesn't, he's not going to do that now, even after you're saved. Uh, this is this is kind of deep now. You got to keep put the thinking cap on. But God is so awesome that He He will help you to live holy, and to live sanctified, uh, and give you the grace to do so. It's there for your will to take it. You should take it. You ought to take it. This allows for the free action of your will. However, because of your will, you don't have to take it. If you choose not to receive God's help to live holy and to be sanctified, you will not reap the reward of being obedient to God. Okay? You understand that? Whatever the case, God gets the glory and the praise and the honor because God has done his part. Okay? It's up to you to do your part. And when you do your part with his grace and help, and even that is by his grace and help, he will reward you for the little part you do. You got it? <laughs> do you have it? See, The only saved people who have been saved a while can really understand that. Because, see, we want to get something on it. We want to, we want to get down the road on our own you know and we want to get the glory it, it, it doesn't work that way God God is willing to help you God knows he has to help you it's up to you to receive that help and then to with his help do what you ought to be doing so that he can reward you for the help he gave you to do what you did huh, now you, you need to get this podcast and pass it on to some other people I can look at you and tell we are his workmanship, vessels made unto honor, and when made, the honor is not withheld from the vessel, though, in fact, it all belongs to the potter, it all belongs to God, upon whose will the vessel was fashioned. Glory be to God. The prize is awarded to the flower at the show, but the gardener reared it. The child wins the prize from the schoolmaster, but the real honor of his schooling lies with the master. Although instead, and you can throw in the parents there too. Oh yes. See, we have some woke folk today who don't want to give God any glory for his authority and his power. And so therefore, we have some woke young people today who think they did it all by themselves. They've been taught this in their boot camps of wokeness. They don't want to give their parents any credit, any glory in their great achievements. But see, when you are a parent who's left, who left it all on the field, you don't need any glory. It doesn't matter. You know what God did through you. You notice I said what God did through you. If you, if you were a good parent, God did it through you. God helped you to do it. Amen. So always give God the glory. Now it's still owed to the potter who made you in the first place. The schoolmaster who taught you. Although instead of receiving, he gives the reward. Glory be to God. That's God for you. See, God, 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 he deserves our praise and our honor towards him. But God is so loving and secure within himself, he'll give you a reward for doing the little bit you did that he helped you with 99%. Because, you know, if, if, we, if we offer anything, go ahead and fix it. If we offer anything, it's, it's less than 1%. I hate to tell you that. 
That's why you don't get any credit. That's why you don't get any glory. Not like God. How can it be that you receive the glory? 20, 10, 20. 6, 10 through 20. How can it be that you should get the lion's share of the glory when you know it's, it's almost nothing what you give to the whole thing. The lion's share belongs to the lion of Judah. Glory be to God. Now, what will help you understand this is if you can't save yourself, huh? If you if you can't save yourself and you, you you know you can't save yourself, then you can't live this Christian life without God. And so therefore he must get all of the glory, praise and honor. So so even though God will reward you and bless you with favor and blessings and privileges and honors that you know you don't deserve and a family, God puts you in a family. What? Oh yeah, that's huge. And see that's one of the reasons why God has a problem. We're getting ready to talk about the family right now. God has a problem with divorce and remarriage and, 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 and forsaking your children. And, uh, uh, you know, that, you, that he bless you with inside of marriage. Yeah. He hates it. He hates divorce. Tom and Gazelle or Giselle or whatever the name is, uh, they're going to find that out. They don't know now because they think they're high and mighty with that little money they got. That don't mean anything. God will blow all that money away. He, he, God just blew away trillions of dollars down in Florida. He'll do it again. And, 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 and by the way, do you get it? For some of you people, there's some places you you don't need to be living. So you know, especially some of you older people. I mean, this this last hurricane wiped old people out, wiped them flat out. You know, I I don't know how many old people. I said I don't have I don't have nothing. I don't have anything. You might want to move because another one is coming. Anyway, that's all free. Ephesians chapter six verses ten through twenty. We, we move over to our family segment and we go to what I have dubbed the family verses Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20 you say preacher I thought these were uh, uh, spiritual warfare verses they are God showed me that it's adjacent to the family versus proper a long time ago for a reason because you know where most of your family your your warfare spiritual warfare is going to come from see this is why you this is why you know it's good for you to have a family god will use your family to break you make you and mold you to be more of what he wants you to be if you would allow it and not jump ship and not jump out of the marriage and family that he put you in like many of you do and have done. Some of you people went through the coronavirus plague uh, with your marriage broken up and too proud to get it fixed. And you were so lonely. And you're still in the plague because it has not gone anywhere. That's why I told people in the plague, you better go get them. The man you ran off the woman you ran off that you hated so much. You loved them, loved them evidently at one time because you married them. Say what? How is it that you can hate them so now? You take Tom and Giselle. I mean, now, if there ever was a couple who looked like they loved each other. That was Tom Brady and Giselle. I guess that's how you pronounce the name. And she looked like she was all into him and he looked like he was all into her. Beautiful children, and, and and she didn't need him. She had her own money. She was already rich, and uh, he didn't need her. 
They, they didn't need each other's money. Now they're talking about splitting up this and that. Splitting up what? I mean, you both have millions, what? And Tom, Tom saw Tom and, 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 and let me just say this out here to you men and women. Women can handle the breakup and the divorce and all of that way better than men can. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are losing because Tom has lost the love of his wife and the love of his life. He will never find a love like that. That woman loved Tom Brady. And I pray that they get back together and cut this foolishness out. You got a mansion bigger than a city block. Uh, Y'all can't find a place to hide. <laughs> you go over there, that side of the house, there's 14 bathrooms over there. There's 14 bathrooms. I go on this side of the house, and the children don't have to go through this stupid junk mess of coming, going from house to house, and house to house, and all this mess. They look so forlorn and sad and pitiful. Tom Brady, he's losing football game after football game. Why? Because the marriage is messed up. He should have, listen, I, I said this before. There's several things that Tom Brady should have done and should not have done. Number one, he should have, he was leaving on top. He should have kept with his retirement. Before that, he should not have put in his household uh, an alpha dog like him and a crazy alpha dog. I don't care if you like it or not. I, I, can't, even t I can't even tell you the man's name. Uh, he should have not. He, he was a wide. Re, he's a wide receiver. He's out of the league now. You, you saw him when he left in the middle of the game and took his shirt off and ran off the field like a crazy man. And he's done some crazy things since. He's always in trouble. And he might have that, you know, that sickness of being hit upside the head a whole lot all his life because of football. I don't know what makes him act that way, but he's a. Uh, he's a crazy alpha dog. Braid is an alpha dog too. You don't invite an alpha dog man in your house to stay with you, your wife and children. He, I mean, put him in an apartment across town. And see, some men, you know, get so comfortable and, you know, if they're not saved, they're not sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful, and they'll go to the house and go, I'm going to go and get some bagels here. Uh, I'll be back soon. And Alpha Dog Man sees your fine wife and he, he'll, he'll try to make a move on her. Even though y'all supposed to be buddies, friends so much that you, you're staying in his house. You don't do that. You don't do that. I remember one time I was down in Jamaica. And... Uh, I had to, you know, the pastor wanted me to stay with him. And I slept, you know, it was very comfortable and very cool. And uh, and the wife, he, it was a trip to me. And the wife knocked on my door. It's the pastor's wife. And said, breakfast is ready, like that, you know. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll be right out. I, I, I said, then I went out and I said, where's the pastor? Oh, he's not here. He went to go get something. He'll be back soon. I said, no, 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 no. We can't do, you can't do this. I said, we can't do this. This is, this is wickedness. That's what I said. And so I went back to my room. To the, I heard the pastor's voice, the husband's. You don't do that, people. I, I don't care how much you want to trust people, how much you want to trust somebody, a man, and how much you want to trust your wife. So many men have, have lost their minds and lost their wives and lost their families and everything else over some trying to be magnanimous and trying to be not jealous. I was glad to hear today the little couple back, back of the... Bend, them, bend it like Beckham, his son, 
and his wife admit, yes, we are jealous of one another, yes. We're not going to lie about that. And he said, she, she, and then she said, well, yes, I am envious of his fans. And what she meant to say was, I was I'm jealous of his, fa his fans, his female fans. I don't like it. And, uh, and then she said, uh, his jealousy is sexy to me. It, it turns me on, his, how he protects me. That's what she said. And now these, these are young, it's a, two young wise people. Because they got married young, which is wise. And I, I even wrote an article that this matters. What these two young people did, this matters. And I'm happy for them. Happy for the father and the mother. They are still young and, and, and beautiful couple. To see their son married off, young too, that's beautiful. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay, don't be afraid of being, you men especially, don't be afraid of being jealous for your wife and protecting your wife. She's going to have, she may never say it, but she's going to have the same mentality as the beautiful young bride of Beckham's son. She's going to get turned on by that. Because that is a show of love. Even our God is jealous. We don't hear about it too much. Now. We heard about it a whole lot when we were children down in, down in the cut, down in the hood. God is a jealous God. We heard that all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> but we got that. They may not have taught us much, but they taught us that. They taught us the Ten Commandments, Jack. You can believe that. But we don't hear it too much now. You men, you're made in the image of God. Be jealous for your wife and watch this, watch this. Take Negro out of your house with you to go get them bagels. You don't, I, you don't be trying to be magnanimous. I trust you, man. And ha, ha, ha. No, I don't trust you at all. You got to go with me. Man, you know, I just woke up. I don't know. I know. I'll wait on you. But you're not staying here with my wife. I, you don't have to say it, but it's understood. See? See? So I, and I, for this divorce to go down so quickly, when they were so tight just a few months ago, something bad happened. And the publishers said, we'll, we'll, we'll break the story later, but we're not going to do it right now. Something bad happened. And it may have been, a, may, may have been both of them. Got into a spat. She ran off into the arms of his crazy friend. Because women love crazy men. They love crazy men. They don't like really a crazy husband too much. But they love crazy wild-eyed men. It drives them crazy too. But Tom, he, he went off the deep end and went up and saw his fine ex. Who still loves him. I don't know why he even married Giselle. Because... I would have, I would have had, what's her name, Monahan? She's my girl. My daughter, Danny, uh, my daughter, Danielle and I, we watch her play uh, in the movie, uh, the show Bluebirds, many, many times. I, I, I think she's beautiful. I think she's more beautiful than the model Giselle. I don't know why he didn't, didn't, didn't get with that. I believe she probably would have been a better wife too. I don't know. She already had a son for you. So he ran up there and 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 and, and the sister girl might have been very happy to see him. And and women like that, they know how to comfort you real good. So something bad happened for that to go down that quick. Thirteen years. Huh? You say, well, preacher, did the devil get into it? Yes, but they don't know that. It's all flesh and blood with them. But anyway, I was telling you, I saw Tom. He looked so poly. I, I, I don't care what you say. M women can take that stuff and deal with that stuff way better than men can. I, I thought they, the wife is a weaker vessel. And, now they, I mean, when I say they, can, they take it better, they can hide it better and lie about it better, I guess. Men, men, they get, they, they, that's a problem. That's a problem. And he looked like that, that was a problem. 
He was out there by himself with his children. I've never seen him like that. But as a, as the goat, as a football star, he can't quit in the middle of the season, man. You, we, we gonna, we're not gonna forgive you for that. Finish it. You started it. Finish it. You should have stayed. You should have stayed in retirement, and went to Hollywood or whatever you're gonna do, and stay with your wife and children, build a big, massive mansion, and chill. And by the way, from the looks of it, LeBron James needs to do the same thing. Now, he, he can go ahead and resign right now. With all of that star power, you, you people can't win a game. You just won one out of six games. That does not make any sense. And all, all of you cats are old out there trying to play those young cats. Let the young cats get on in there and, and, and get on the league. Get in the league and play basketball, man. You old dogs, you know, made all the billions. And here you are. You look strange. You look weird out there playing. Uh, as old as you are. Go sit down somewhere. And let somebody else play. Losing five games in a row. That's embarrassing. Anyway, I digress. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And by the way, some of you other goats who know Jesus, you need to go get Brady. Go talk to Brady. Lead him to Jesus. It'd be a good time to do that. For real, I know he's religious, but he's not saved, I don't think. And some of you goat uh, women, uh, wife, wives of goats, Go see Giselle and get her saved. And y'all try to get this thing worked out. You know they're not supposed to be divorced. The devil did that to them. But now if adultery has been committed. And a wild dog has been with Giselle. I don't recommend it. That's not going to work. No. Especially if, if it's a certain wild dog. It's not going to work. And... Uh, so, but anyway, still try to lead them to Jesus. Verse 11. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And these are the dark beings that created wokeism so that's why i'm telling you parents do not take it personally do not get mad at your children who have been influenced by wokeism by the demonic spirit of wokeism pray for them is the best thing that you can do because only god can deliver them out of the the clutches you're trying to go running after them and trying to uh, uh, bring them back from uh, the cliff of destruction of wokeism is not going to work. You, they're going to you're going to push them on a, without touching them. You're going to push them over the over the cliff because this demonic spirit rapes people's minds and their memories. It is designed to dis it's it's designed to rape. The memory of even God out of their minds. That's how they can get deceived. The very saved people, the elect, can be deceived. And then they, if they mix it with homosexuality and lesbianism and all of that, uh, only God can deliver them. And the, and the most powerful tool you have against wokeism, the demonic spirit of wokeism, is prayer. Fasting, reading the Bible, sending them the Word of God. That's it. There's nothing else you can do. In my case, I can preach the Word of God. I can write about it as well. Okay? But you can't make it just about you and your family. You got to use, if you, have, if you need to, 
if you are a preacher, you got to use your family to help other people's family, other families. It can't be just about you all. God uh, is not going to bless that when you're in a position to help thousands, see. And so that's what you need to focus on, helping other people uh, get through this and deal with this. And uh, uh, so, so you need to understand that. But more importantly and more to the point, you cannot allow yourself to get angry with your devilish spouse. I'm thinking about writing a book, How to Love a Devil. Boy, that'll sell. <laughs> How to love a devil. Do you know that people, listen to me, they're married. They didn't know the person was a devil. They didn't show out to be a devil until after they got you down and, and down that aisle and got married. And then you got to learn how to love a devil. Only God can help you learn how to love a devil. You got to be saved yourself to love a devil. That is a devilish person. Okay? Only only God can help you do that. But why? Because it's only God's love who can love a person like that. It's God, I mean, God loves devils all over the world. Devilish people, that is. People who act like the devil. Talk like the devil. Do like the devil. Do They do the bidding of the devil. Human beings. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves us all. And it, it takes the God kind of love to love a devilish person, a wicked person, a stubborn per person, a proud person, a rebellious person, a disrespectful person. Only God can do that, man. And, and see, as you grow in God through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, uh, God can make it an easy thing to do. You see, so when my wife steals my uh, cashews and gets she gets caught by my three daughters, you know, uh, I, I, I you know I fall asleep before she gets in the bed and the daughters uh, are there and so forth, and uh, I turn my back and go to sleep, nod off, and she reaches for my cashews, and they caught they they, they catch her, and they'll wake me up. Now, because of God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God, I, I, I'm already, I, the forgiveness is automatic with me. Forgiveness is automatic with God. However, he wants us to confess our sins, right? And tell the truth about what we did and uh, admit that we're wrong. Agree with God about it. That's the same thing I require of my wife. The forgiveness is already there. The love is still intact. Okay? But she has to ask me to forgive her. She has to admit she stole my cashews. She has to admit it when the three, my three daughters catch her. Okay? They don't even do that. They, they wouldn't do that. My sons might, but my daughters, they, they, they won't steal, they won't steal my, my cashews or anything like that. They'll ask for some cashews. But she, my wife, she, you know, well, she, stole them, she stole them many times. I have forgiven her 70 times 7. But here's the thing, you see. You say, well, why is she stealing your cashews? It's not because she can't have any. She doesn't want to humble herself down and ask for, uh, for mine or ask for her own. But that's not, the, still, that's not the main reason. I believe that my wife is not saved, not born again. She thinks she is because of religion, the religious work that she does. And she loves the evil of stealing my cashews behind my back. 
You know why many people sin? Because they love the evil of it. St. Augustine taught us that. So here's the big point that you need to take with you. In your marriage. In your family. Even with your woke children. See. It's going to take the God kind of love. Do not. And see. If you take it personally. That means that you you probably lost yourself. Don't take this stuff personally. See. I know. I, I Listen. Same thing with your wife or your husband, whatever the case. See, if you're getting all mad and angry and you hate them and all that, it's okay to rebuke them. And you, you I mean, you don't rebuke them like while you're laughing. I mean, I, I, I have to make up my face and, you know, be stern and so forth and so on. Not only with my wife, but with my children. While raising them. I didn't want to have to whip them and chastise them. I had to work it up. Well, see, in marriage, you must understand that to love that devilish person, it is the devil behind them, working in them and through them to do the evil that they're doing against you and sometimes even against God. Most of the things I have rebuked my wife about over the years has been what she has done against the gospel, what she has done against the church, what she has done against the ministry, what she has done against the children trying to serve in the ministry in peace. I've had to rebuke her about that way more than what she has done to me or to the children. That's a demon spirit. See, see, and only God can help you to love a devilish person. Now I know my sweet evangelical saying, ah, "I can't believe he said that." You know why you can't believe it, sister girl? Is because you're used to having a man letting you do that mess and getting away with it, and you don't apologize. You don't say anything. You snap your finger and stomp your feet right on out of the house and go anywhere you want to go and be mad as the devil and mean as the devil. And he lets you do it. And if you keep on doing that, you're not going to be married long because a man can take but so much. Today. See. I've always checked my wife anytime she did anything evil. So I, I don't have a buildup of frustration and anger and uh, madness and meanness. I don't have that. I don't have any buildup. I deal with it right then. See? And that's what you need to do. I, don't, I just don't feel like being bothered. I don't feel like doing it. Well, you're going to have to. I mean, you're going to have to be a husband and be bothered and deal with it every time. And if you're married to a devil, a devilish person, it's going to be... Uh, uh, all the time because they act like they can't control it and the reason why they can is because they're not saved and the devil just comes in and just does what he wants to do when he wants to do it especially when it's time for you to do something for God so I'm going to leave it there for tonight my beloved wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. And Lord willing, we'll pick it up tomorrow, if the Lord should tarry his coming and we live. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, heal every marriage based upon obedience to your holy word not on our feelings and what we think and our little smooth ideas. For Lord, we should know, all know by now they are not going to work. Only your word works. <clears throat> and so, Holy Father God, we pray for all people who name the name of Christ and who say that they're saved, have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of our wicked sins, of not obeying your great commandment 
and of not obeying your great commission. And Lord, I pray for, yes, the millions who are hurting because of the multiple plagues that we have with us today because of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins in the church first and then in the world. And uh, Holy Father God, I uh, do pray that you will comfort those who are suffering from the coronavirus plague and the death of loved ones and other plagues and other issues. Holy Father God, we once again pray for the thousands of people impacted by the tragic, unnecessary deaths in South Korea. And uh, I pray that you'll comfort those parents and those families. Lord, I don't know anything about that kind of pain. Maybe one day I will, but I don't know that... Uh, I don't know that kind of pain. I do know that wokeism is involved in what has taken place. I do, uh, it seems to me that you've given me uh, some insight into that and I thank you for that. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you would prepare us and my family and in other families who name the name of Christ, prepare us for good days and bad days. This is a bad day for those families. A family uh, day that they shall never forget. And they will hurt from it till the day they die. And so, Lord, prepare us for our days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And uh, Holy Father God, so when these things come in our lives, Lord, we're prayed up and uh, ready to go. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, for the millions, but we also pray as we, are, we have also done with the help of Daniqua Grace, especially on this. Um, we pray, Lord, for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Juan Obregon. We pray for the family and friends of Tennessee uh, resident Stephen Lawrence. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Rebecca Baird. And we pray, Lord, for all of the people, even in the thousands down through the years, who have sent in prayer requests. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon all of those that have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And we thank you for hearing and answering our prayers, thousands of prayer, answers to prayer. And we pray that you'll help everybody, no matter how difficult it gets, to keep on praying. We pray for... Uh, Tom and Gazelle, Giselle rather, uh, we pray for their salvation. We pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. And Lord, if it be your will, heal the marriage. Uh, certainly if it's over some petty mess. Let your will be done. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for some others who have sent in prayer requests, Pastor Bushibi. Thank you for the souls saved during the baptism service. Lives changed and people healed and delivered. Thank you, Lord, for the baptism service going well and for Sister Evelyn's family, giving them a plot of land for free. Please work everything out regarding the legal process to get the title deed. Protect our children from the devil, secret religions, witchcraft, voodoo, wokeism, drugs, addictions, lesbianism, homosexuality, murder, etc. And bless their sponsored media program that raises the concern about parenthood, learning structures, and Christian values, faith, 
Please heal Sister Dora's knees, provide for your church, and deliver the church from economic hardships, family disputes, insecurity, starvation, and poverty. Deliver Kenya and all of Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Provide them with Bibles for new souls, basic needs for orphans and widows, food and water, church planting and construction, and financial resources for ministry. Bahima, we pray for Bahima. Please bless him with donations for his children's home. We pray for Minaj. Please heal him from ulcerative lesions in his mouth. Please bless him with the right medication and proper treatment. And then, Lord, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved uh, through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry down through the years. Help them all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith. We pray for Frank, Joshua, Lucas, Anjanyalu, Jasmine. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives uh, to Christ as well. We pray for Shay, Flores, Rose, Tim Lehen, Katrina. We commit them, these people, into your hands as well as we commit our souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who have missed the gospel message on hell, on this Halloween, what we call Holy Ween Night, have done so for over 30 plus years, I have always preached the gospel on so-called Halloween night or what we call Holy Ween and uh, giving people an opportunity to get saved. Uh, we're getting ready to go and pass out gospel tracts right now as we do as a tradition in our family and uh, we pray for souls to be saved and uh, uh, please pray with us even on this night because we do not concede anything to the devil who thinks that this is his night and so Jesus Christ said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish that is perish in hell but have everlasting life dear friend believe in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight and pray and ask him to save your soul and he will save you Pray this simple prayer with me right now. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, as you believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. Help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. For it is in your holy name I pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, then according to Jesus Christ himself, according to the word of God, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Now, to grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com 
and download my free book titled What to Do uh, After You Enter uh, Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. By your believing in him, you just went through that door. And this little book will tell you what to do going forward so that you can become a strong Christian disciple. It will give you the next steps that you need to become the strong Christian that God wants you to be. Also, email us uh, at the email that's on your platform. We're on multiple sites across the internet. Uh, or you can email me directly at dw, the numeral three, at gospelitesociety.com. When you email us, let us know that you got saved so that we can start praying for you. If you have other prayer requests, send those in as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. And also, uh, we have more materials to send to you, more links to send to you. And also, uh, please take advantage of Gospel Light Society University. Well, we have thousands of podcasts that we have done over the years. And all you have to do is listen. You can get a university education, a seminary education, and beyond by just listening to these podcasts. It won't cost you a dime. And uh, I just, I believe that if you have been blessed to have a seminary education, master's degrees and bachelor's degrees and so forth that you ought to every preacher ought to pass it on everything they learn they ought to pass it on and that's all i'm doing and so uh take advantage of that you can listen to your podcast while going to work coming from work uh you can listen to the podcasts just type in daniel white the third podcast or gospelite society podcasts and uh, you, you, you'll have podcasts all over the place. When you go into bed at night, you can listen to a podcast instead of watching television. When you get up in the morning, you can listen to a podcast before you go to work. And do it like that before you know it. Uh, you would have listened to thousands of podcasts. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, uh, which if the Lord tarries is coming, will be tomorrow. November the 1st. How about that? And um, uh, make sure you pray without ceasing. Make sure you remember what the Marines say, simplify, which means always faithful. That's how God wants you to be to him. Always faithful. I have some children who are always faithful. I don't have to tell them to do anything. They do it on their own. Always faithful. And then the Air Force fellows say, super no, Semper Supra. Semper Supra. Always above. Always pray above to God. Always keep your heart and mind above on God. And he'll keep you in perfect peace. The best way to stay in perfect peace and to keep your mind on the Lord so that you can stay on in perfect peace is to pray without ceasing, to pray always. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. I sent a verse to my children on yesterday. Continue instant in prayer. Simplify. Simple supra. Always faithful. Always above. God bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. God be the glory. Atonement for sin. Praise the Lord. Praise Him. Let the earth hear his voice. Let the people rejoice. Come to the Father. Through Jesus the Son. 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Great things, great things he has done. God bless you. Pray without ceasing. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.